Welcome to WDW Radio Live. I am Lou Mangello, and this is the WDW Newscast for Wednesday, May 20th, 2015. Thank you so much for joining me again here on Ustream, here on Periscope, or if you're watching or listening on YouTube or in the iTunes feed later. Thank you so much for uh, joining me tonight. Don't forget to join me every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, live here at WDW Radio Live, and you can interact with us in the chat room as well. As you know, I'm here with the show and the podcast and the videos and the blog and the events and the books and the tours and the CDs and more because I really want to help you enhance your enjoyment and appreciation of Walt Disney World and the other Disney parks. Uh, if you are a first-time visitor or you're going back for your thousandth time, I think there's something here for you this and every week. And if you're new to the show, welcome. Be sure and go back, check out old episodes at iTunes and check out everything over at www.radio.com. All right, so let's get into the news right away this week because there's so much going on at Walt Disney World, despite what some people on Twitter say. There is a lot happening right now, uh, sort of on stage, and I think there's a lot of things happening backstage, a lot of stuff going on that we don't know it's coming yet. That's the kind of stuff that gets me excited. Uh, but right now, the focus is really on Disney Springs as downtown Disney is continuing to expand and really change and morph into Disney Springs here at Walt Disney World. And today, a total of 13 new tenants were announced, including eight new retail establishments with a lot of new uh, shopping and dining already on board. It really is starting to, and I said this on the, the last video that I did from the Boathouse, it's not just the name, it's not just the look of Disney Springs that's changing, but the feel that it really is sort of this waterfront community, right? And as a local, that's what I'm getting the sense of. It's a very inviting, a very welcoming community, a place that you can go and just sort of wander around, hang out, have a meal, an appetizer, listen to live music, grab a margarita, do a little shopping, whatever it's done. And by the time it's all said and done, right, by the time the last hard hat guy or girl walks off the job in 2016, Disney Springs is going to double the amount of shops and restaurants that are currently found or were currently found in town Disney. There's going to be more than a million square feet of retail space, right, and and and, um, uh, and dining space. So you've got a, a really nice mix of premium retailers, uh, other fashion. There's quick service uh, dining as well as more upscale, sophisticated, elegant dining as well. But let's get into what was announced today over at Disney Springs. First is going to be in the retail space, Zara, one of the world's largest fashion retail groups, uh, men, women's, children's clothing, access accessories, a um, lot of different um, sort of original designs that will be rotated throughout the shop. Tommy Bahama, you probably know the name, sort of a lifestyle brand, really sort of a relaxed sophistication. He has his own sort of brand of um, island-inspired sportswear, which basically means Hawaiian shirts, uh, swimwear for men and women, really, really nice stuff. Ladies, rejoice. Lily Pulitzer is coming. You don't need to go to Target anymore, not that there's anything left, but the, uh, the sort of that authentic, original American resort wear brand, Lily Pulitzer, is coming into the heart of Disney with clothing and accessories and those happy, bright prints that you guys can't seem to get enough of. A lot of people 
in the box. I know very, very excited about uh, about Lily Pulitzer coming there, including my 11-year-old daughter, Uniqlo. I think I'm pronouncing this correct, correctly. Uh, it designs, manufactures, and sells casual apparel that comes from the company's Japanese values of simplicity, quality, and longevity. Don't know what that means, but it sounds like they're simple designs with a lot of details, a lot of light colors, warm colors, a lot of designs to uh, really sort of stressing simplicity and comfort. I know you know the name Pandora. They already have an existing relationship with the Disney parks. That is that popular jewelry brand that you buy the bracelet and then can accessorize with individual charms. And there's also necklaces and rings and, and a line of exclusive Disney themed jewelry as well. You also know, unless, you know, you know the name Ugg, right? They are the, the not just a premium lifestyle brand, but you know the Ugg boots. Uh, very, very popular among ladies. But they also are going to have men and women's and kids' footwear, loungewear. I'm all about the loungewear. Uh, home products, cold weather accessories, and handbags to go with your Lily Pulitzer. I'm not even going to try and correct, correctly pronounce la, la Lacetan and Provence? I don't know. It's French. It's a skincare and beauty line celebrating the culture and beauty of Provence, France. And Edward Biner, Biner, an eyewear designer, uh, lifestyle-oriented, uh, high-performance eyewear. So it probably is going to be glasses. If they have non-reflective lenses, I will be a customer. Sunglasses, etc. Let's get really into the part that I'm excited about, which is, of course the food. I'm going to save one of my favorites for last, but I'm going to start with one of my favorites as well. Tea Traders Cafe by Joffrey's. That's going to be a specialty um, location, a dining location specializing in premium loose leaf teas, hot iced teas, blended teas, a lot of custom blends. You know Joffrey's obviously has a relationship and they're in the Disney restaurants and kiosks, but you don't, probably don't know that they've got a wide variety of different blends and accessories and packaged teas from around the planet. So it's really meant to not, it's like a, it's similar to sort of a Starbucks. It's not just meant to be a tea to go, but really a tea experience. And I am a huge tea fan. I like the idea of selecting a tea and blending a tea and the whole sort of Japanese type tea experience. So I'm excited to see what Tea Traders is going to be. I also love me some gelato, right? My name, last name ends in a vowel. So Vivoli Gelateria is going to have expertly crafted gelato made with fresh seasonal ingredients, panini sandwiches, and espresso drinks. I dig that a lot. Blaze Fast Fired Pizza is a modern day pizza joint Custom-built artisanal pizzas, salads, blood orange lemonade, and, wait for it, s'mores pies. And what, what makes this dining location unique is they have a uh, an interactive assembly line that allows you to customize the pizza with up to 40 different toppings, all for one price. It's an 11-inch pizza, fast-fired in the super-hot oven, ready to enjoy in just three minutes. I... I love me some pizza. I miss me my Jersey pizza. I'll be curious to see what Blaze is going to bring to the table. And then when you're done eating your 11-inch pizza, head on over to Sprinkles, the world's first cupcake bakery. Named by Food Network and others, serves up handcrafted cupcakes, slow-churned ice cream, and homemade cookies. And the best part, the cupcake ATM is going to satisfy your sweet tooth 24 hours a day seven days a week. Let me just get this straight. Glasses off for effect. There's going to be a 24-hour 
cupcake automated machine. It's like the 50s all over again, like with the, with the, you went in and you got the, like the, what do they call it? Like the cafeteria, the vending mat things. All right. This is the one though. This is the one that I am really most excited about. And one of the ones in terms of dining experiences that I think is really going to help with this transformation in terms of making Disney Springs an experiential destination, right? And if you're looking in Ustream, you can see some of the concept art for some of these locations. The one that I'm excited about, right? If you thought, and I think the boathouse is phenomenal and beautiful and well-themed and the food is spectacular, but the restaurant that you should be getting excited about, especially if you like themed entertainment, is called Edison. And it is inspired by the Edison venue in Los Angeles. You may have heard it before. It's a very lavish, industrial, gothic-style restaurant, bar, and nighttime destination themed to a 1920s power plant, right? The uh, Hence the name. Uh, it's an era of innovation and invention and imagination, classic American food, craft cocktails, and again, I love the idea, live entertainment, uh, cabaret, and music. And if you look at the, and we're looking at pictures of the layout of the uh, Los Angeles location, it's got a very sort of Tower of Terror feel like to it, not the dilapidated Tower of Terror, but that same sort of time frame with a little bit of Adventurers Club mixed in. And I think Edison is going to be sort of the answer to the Adventurers Club. It's very, it, it very much is a, a an entertainment dining experience, right? Not that they do the same type of uh, repeated shows nightly, but I think it's going to have that same type of feel. I think this is going to be the one, like a jocks, that people are talking about as well, right? We, so we talked about the Boathouse. We talked about Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar, that storyline that comes from Indiana Jones. I love the fact that Disney is bringing in story-driven dining experiences, right? That's what I think Disney Springs needs. I think that's what downtown Disney was lacking as it started to sort of maybe lose its identity over the years. This is what is going to make this really have a Disney feel to it is the fact that these things are based on story with details and, of course, Really good food. Grace at the Beach Club loves the theming. Kutiki is screaming Kungaloosh like the Adventures Club. Uh, TX Rayado said, just told my wife about the cupcake ATM and she was told to shut up. No way. And I think what's going to happen, and you can see this just by us talking about the names and the destinations. I think what's going to happen is Disney Springs is going to surprise a lot of people. I think especially those who have been complaining about the construction and complaining about the parking and complaining about the traffic, they're not seeing the big picture. And if they're not seeing the, 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 the light at the end of the tunnel and what Disney Springs is really going to be and whether you are visiting from out of state and looking for a place like what downtown Disney and Pleasure Island was supposed to be, a place to sort of go at night, or as a local, a place for us to go repeatedly a place to spend an afternoon, a, pl a place to spend an evening, not just to go in, see a movie or grab a meal and get out, but to wander, to shop. It is sort of going to become our park. And that's the feel. And the fact that they are, um, that they are uh, incorporating the water, right? An element that was there that was under, it was completely forgotten, forgotten about, forget about being un underutilized. The water was really forgotten. Now it is an integral part of the storytelling, right? 
with the boathouse, with the amphicars, with the live music right on the water. I think there's more to come in terms of not just waterside dining, but maybe waterside entertainment and uh, other things you'll be able to do on and in the water um, at Disney Springs. So I'm loving the feel. I love the theme dining. I love the fact, too, that it is family-friendly. And I, I like the fact that there is a, a wide variety in terms of the shopping, right? It's not just all women's clothes. It's a, there's a little bit of something for everybody. It's a nice place just to sort of go and wander and window shop and browse. And it really is a place that, once again, like it should have been from day one, Disney Springs is a, is a destination for the entire family. I would love to know from you guys. Disney Buff says, Disney does it right. I agree. Um, Mojitena says, yeah, so much to do at, down, at Disney Springs once it, once it is complete. Uh, Disney B12 says, I don't know why people are saying it's a mall. The last time I checked, malls didn't have backstories. And Disney B12, malls are not themed the way Disney Springs is themed. When this is all done, first of all, if you went now, you could not recognize that it used to be downtown Disney. The layout, the pathways, the walkways are all different. The, even the, the little details in terms of the landscape architecture and the rock work and the finishes on the buildings and the stories that they are starting to tell and the different feel that the four different districts are starting to take on and identity all of their own, I think that it is what's going to be. Some people in Periscope saying, um, very excited to see Disney Springs. Uh, World of Disney Store is a lakeside resort in the 1930s, right? So you're going to start being able to pull these elements together. Duncan 40 says it's mixed and matched. Um, SP Cothwell says we need more and more themed dining and shopping outside the parks. I think that is what you're going to get. Big Fat Greek says can't wait till it's done and we can all enjoy it. Jimmy Styles still needs to get used to the fact that it's called Disney Springs. I think you're going to get used to it very quickly because you and I are locals and we're friends, and we're probably going to go there a lot, uh, not just to research and eat, but I think this is going to be the place that now we start to go more often just to sort of spend quality time together. So I would love to know from you on Periscope. You can tweet me at Lou Mangello. You who are watching or on YouTube or live or listening in iTunes, what are you most excited about, right? What are some of the things that you're hearing about that you're most excited about? Is it Morimoto Asia? Is it Jock Lindsay's? Is it Art of shaving? Is it the boathouse? Is it the, the, the gelato bar? The fast-fired pizza? Because there's a lot, right? We're getting hit with a lot. All of a sudden, it's like a fire hose. And I dig this, the fact that we're starting to get names and locations and destinations and opening dates for some of these things. What are you most excited to see? And if you had a wish list, right? better yet, here's your question of the week. If you had a wish list of one location, shopping or dining, right? Retail or dining, what would you love to ideally have in Disney Springs? Go to town, be an armchair imagineer, tweet me, no matter where you're listening or watching, tweet me at Lou Mangiello, what would you love to see come to Disney Springs? And I will keep the conversation going there. Uh, guys, thank you so much for taking the time to join me, whether it's live or recorded. You can join me live every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern, right here at www.radiolive.com. Also, don't forget to visit www.radio.com slash Tomorrowland where you can download or order one of the two-disc limited edition double CDs of the Tomorrowland virtual audio walking tour of the parks. 
It's like me and you walking through the parks hand in hand as I give you a detailed tour of the stories and the secret and the overlooked experiences and a lot of these details that you might have overlooked and how it all came to be and how it all came together. And of course, I'm going to bring it all the way back to Walt Disney. Again, the CDs are limited edition, 500 only. They are going very, very fast. That is not a sales tactic. They really are going fast. So if you want your CD or the download, visit www.radio.com slash Tomorrowland. Thank you watching in Periscope. Thank you guys watching live. I hope you guys have a ridiculously amazing week. See ya.